like legit have not met. Oh yeah. Before being on the show, like. Oh, you know, we never met. No. Oh, thank God, because I, I was like, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start rolling? Let's start rolling. Let's talk. Rolling. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he comes from a land called Yemen. This is already horrible. <laughs> Chandler Bing avoided women. My rhyming skills are garbage. Let's start this show with Ali Sultan. Let's end it. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> after that, that's that's. I, we should have prepared. I see what you said, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so you that's just came to that. someone's house you've never met before. Oh, this is one murdered. of the most scariest things I've ever done. Because uh, like one, you're in, in the middle of nowhere. It's Becker, Minnesota, and then I have to take this like road that's not a road. It's gravel, which kind of made yeah, me yeah, feel yeah, homesick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, oh okay, yeah, this okay. takes me <laughs> to the good old days of murder, and then. I saw some cows. I was like, great. This is awesome. And then it started to feel like get out for a second. <laughs> and then I arrived. And then all I just see is like white children, which is one of the <laughs> scariest things you can see. Unattended white children. I was like, ah, not here to steal your children. <laughs> and then one of them said, hi, I think it was your, your daughter. And I was like, nope, not looking. <laughs> the old <laughs> high trick. <laughs> And then I text you guys, and you're like, just walk in. I'm like, oh, definitely. There's a 75% chance I'm dead. <laughs> but I'm alive. Hey. So. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah. The last, that is really funny. you know, how many people that have been on three. So you're, yeah, so we had William and Joel in LA. Mm. William just rolls with the punches. That yeah, we paid for a Uber to get to our hotel. And it's weird that these people are just going into people's hotels rooms, not mm-hmm. knowing who they are. Like you're you're not expecting to get murdered. I would never go to someone's hotel room. Yeah, that's yeah, that's some people I just mean, yeah they they are uh, yeah too trusting. Too trusting. I like to think that a naive. I don't even say. Oh, I don't even say it. trusting is a different. I, I watch good. a lot of murder yeah. stuff, so yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get murdered. I'm super happy. Like I'm very like happy for like murder podcasts and murder shows <laughs> than people who don't like. Some a lot of people live their whole life never like haven't even fight or flight so they don't oh know yeah danger oh. but now they can learn from you know yeah yeah, yeah. watching tv Absolutely. or whatever and yeah this is good mm-hmm. can i wear them if you want to you got to be on like guard though shit you got pool hair pool hair <laughs> um uh ladies and gentlemen uh ali sultan uh very excited to have you here ready kim duke Weak claps. That is really weak. <laughs> but it's big in the microphones. That is huge. He can he can amplify. It's it. also like the end of day. It's like seven thirty p.m. right now, so I get it. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> um, but that's usually when the truth comes out, right? When you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not filtered. Uh, I no sound more. a little lame because my allergies are fucking out of control today. Yeah. I can't. I'm such I a can't dork. I can't He's texting me from work. My, it hurts. My allergies. Uh, I'm like, just milk bring, them. Could you bring my what va- you do for vaporizer? Huh? Uh, I do customer service. He okay. hates it. Uh, nearby? Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Not in the fields. Not, in the f- not with the no, cows. Not with the cows. No. Yeah. Um, but... Now, you grew up in Coon Rapids, is that right? Coon Rapids? Jesus, man. <laughs> is that not where you were what at? about white trash? <laughs> no, I, I thought I, thought wow. I heard that. I, I would refuse to be uh, uh, raised in a place that has the word Coon in it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, that's why you you had, had jokes about it. I'm sorry. I had I have one tag in a joke, which is... <laughs> 
Hello. Uh, it's um, um, uh, one year that I, like a year, a year and a half is that that we had to stay there and oh, okay, under horrible circumstances. Gotcha. Like, it wasn't okay. even, it wasn't even by choice. We lost our house and we had to like. So what what town uh, did you grow up in then, or what city? Did you I grow grew up in Yemen, in Ethiopia, Yemen, and then I moved to Brooklyn Park. That's when I like I went to high school in Brooklyn Park, uh, and then the rest of it just kind of like scattered Minneapolis. Okay, okay. Grand Rapids, unfortunately, but gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Don't don't want to claim <laughs> that I'm from Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old how old were you when you came here? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're like big old boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Similar similar to me. Like I grew up. You know, in Oregon, and I always like to say that like I'm from Oregon. Yeah, sure. When but did you I've move? been here uh, when I was th- when I was 13. Mm. So he's been in here. Minnesota longer than he actually lived. Yeah, in but you know those 13 years of like you know when, as a kid, those yeah, are such a true. Those are prime. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime, really you feel, there's something years. like about a place uh, of pride, especially if your family has that sense of pride. That you feel like you always have to claim that. Sure. You always have to say, "I'm. F- this is where I'm from. Yeah, Oregon yeah, yeah. is where I'm no, from. The roots. Yeah. You know, yeah, my yeah, roots exactly. are from my mom's yeah, uterus. So yeah. I'm just I'm from That's uterus. That's what you thought I was <laughs> about, <Rapids>. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> His brother right now is renting an apartment in Anoka. Mm. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Solid. Solid. Uh, Anoka once had four methadone clinics. It was funny. I told my friend like the worst. Uh, it was. Uh, it takes about an hour and thirteen minutes to get here. I was like, it's not even the length of time. It's the fact that I have to go through Anoka. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a shithole. Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. I'm not not gonna lie. I we've spent so much time in Anoka and so much. Yeah, wild shenanigans have gone on yeah. in that town, yeah. and it's not like a bad. There's a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of Anoka, Ramsey, all these like uh, you can buy like houses for. Lot cheaper than Minneapolis and sure. yeah. nice, safe. Yeah. It's just like dull and boring, you know. Well, and yeah, as Welcome soon as the Becker. sun goes down there, yeah. that place. Becker, well, you guys have a lot of oh, used to at least it used to be the meth capital of the state. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. true. I know a little something, something about this <laughs> funky town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um, my 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 oldest brother was on the news. Oh, we just moved here. Oh yeah, when? And some. Th- this was in two thousand. Mm. And so that was like the peak. Becker was had all these stings and all these people. Really, I never that. knew that. Yeah, yeah. And Sean, I mean, why he's do not I on live for here? Long. He's just a little. little yeah, blip the of children them. just wandering. I know this what the heck. Infested, <laughs> meth infested, <laughs> and they're gonna come back home with scabs. It's, it's it's much much better now. Yeah, there's been some wild shit that's happened in our neighborhood. Really, but like. It's, I mean, look at this cookie cutter neighborhood too. Yeah. You're like, what wild shit can happen? You would never yeah. guess High that. Speed yeah, chases. I used to date someone from Becker, so oh, that's, really? how I know about, that's how I know about the. Uh, oh my! You'll uh, have to tell us uh, some off names mic. off mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, Ollie, so I I'm usually guilty of this before, like halfway through the episode, sure. where I have expectations for our show to be hilarious the whole mm, way through. Mm, it's not gonna happen. No. But with you, <laughs> I have goals like i have questions um for one your connection to your your mom is is beautiful um Thank i'm you, sure man. you hear that all the time it's it's um inspiring and i'm <laughs> sure how often are people like i wish i had that with my mom uh you know i just like because you know there's ne- we're never been in a place for people to see that 
Oh, okay. And and now that they see us on hear us on a podcast, they a lot of moms feel that way. A lot of uh, I don't know if you were probably the f- first offspring to feel that way, or maybe I I haven't talked to enough like <laughs> sons and daughters about it. Oh no, I have a great connection <coughs> with my mom. He has a tattoo of go. him and his mom and his. That's you know, moms are the best, dude. That's your first lover. Yeah. Right uh, and uh, yeah, so you know, uh, we have a lot of love you can feel when you listen to the podcast, and a lot of mothers s- seem to give us feedback on them, like, "Oh, we love your connection, we like your relationship," and sometimes they aspire to have something similar, or maybe they're going through the teenage phase of yeah. you know their yeah. relationship with their kids, and they like, "Oh, I hope it gets the," you know, what I mean, so we, you know, and we obviously had you know, I, there's a point where. I resented her like uh, yeah. you resent any mom. <laughs> well, well yeah. so one thing that I wanted to to know was like usually when um like w- well and people who I feel like don't have problems. Like there's people that are too close to their parents and I feel like it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like they kiss in like the mouth and shit. Like <coughs> I, don't, I don't feel like you've seen you ever seen the mouth kissing. Uh, oh yeah, parents son. You're like, ooh, <laughs> 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 well, even, but like parents who talk about. Like, I grew up with people who their parents would talk about like dildos that they've used. Oh like, yeah, that's too much. Those yeah, uh, exactly. Those boundaries, like, boundaries. Sexuality so, yeah. should not be brought between you know, you know, the parent and the children. That's a weird no. thing. Maybe I like to think that within siblings, okay. Yeah. I, I remember this lady once told me. Um, she said on her wedding day, her dad just leaned over and goes, "Is the sex good?" What? <laughs> I want to make sure you're happy. I'm like, what the oh, fuck, dog? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Wait, I like to think and that. I was like, it was it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty close. Well, I mean, obviously, we've yeah. been married forever, so his parents are like my parents. Yeah. And I like to think they just don't have genitalia. Yeah, that's They're the like best Ken's, way to go. Ken Barbies, yeah. you know, they have flat parts there. There you go, man. That's it. Yeah. Well, or maybe it's like a, the progressive thing, like where s- sex is just a thing. And yeah. And everybody, you know, you I guess. Yeah. Stigmatize Ugh. it, but it's just so weird. I don't it's like so weird. about my parents yeah. orgasming though. Oh, I mean, gross. you just you, you just thought it. about it. You just said you it. You just thought about it. Nobody was thinking about it until you said it. You thought about it and you said it. Fish. He does things. like to really gross his brothers yeah. off. By yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My brothers and my brother-in-laws, I will fuck with all yeah. day long. But that's yeah. it, it, it's it's like your friends. It's like yeah. your childhood. You friends. know. Yeah, yeah, you remember in school when you read like the Epidus uh, complex, and, yeah. Yeah, and you thought like, "What? This guy's <laughs> fucking crazy. This guy with his weird <laughs> theories about kids that want to fuck their moms." And then you would go to all, like Pornhub, and it's all like yeah. <laughs> stepmom porn, stepsister porn. You're like, "Maybe there's something to this." Well, I found out that I don't know if you've been to Pornhub, but <laughs> all if you go to any porn site. Is always is that the thing right now? It's dude. It's one of the most watched things in the world. It's stepmom and stepsis. I'm like, why? Why? Who who are these people trying to bang their moms and sisters? Yeah. So there's something to that thing. I I found out though that part of why that quote unquote phenomenon took off Uh was auntie porn. Have you ever heard of that? No. So back in the day, like it was just a language barrier. Yeah. People were. You know, I forget what what country it was, but it was the way of saying like "mommy," like <sighs> like how you know how people are like, like "oh, daddy," like that yeah. kind of thing. Um, they thought that "auntie" was the hot like version of saying 
You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Well, like, I, I'm I've, I've never seen featured auntie porn. I see a <laughs> bunch of stepmoms. But they so look, yeah. it was a language barrier at first. Yeah, I then, don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned uh, into people were like, oh, well, if people are if Freud, we're, if we're banging family he's members. On to yeah, he's yeah. on to something. Because you're not always Dude, there's like blood related. A lot of views. A lot of views. And it sucks because it's always like the high quality ones. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you're like, you want to find a good one. You know, you hover over it and you see the thumb line or whatever. And you're like, oh, this is good quality. <laughs> And you know it's actors, and you're like, ah, should I watch this on mute? <laughs> <laughs> then you click on it, and then the website thinks you're into it. So next time you go to the same site, now that's all you're gonna oh, see. It's all I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. This is not what it's, it's about. It's because they care about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, can you just make high um, quality, regular, just good old <laughs> horse and a lady? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Why? Like- what's up with all this? Weird stop mom shit. <laughs> what the fuck? I like to I like to pop in a VHS and and watch old uh, Girls Gone Wild infomercials. Oh, those were the best, man. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's that was the move back in the day. Before you had cable, you just watch it. Remember, like the late night uh, phone the sex commercial. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The phone sex people. You're like, ah. And then your dad walks in the room. You're like, no, no, no. Yeah, and you're like, you get on that phone. And you're like, I hope you like beef jerky because yeah. I'm gonna be chewing it the whole time yeah, we're talking. Yeah. Remember, like, remember days where you like, your parents are like, you want to go with us? And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, finally, like, I don't absolutely. need to muffle this dial up, <laughs> dude. That's oh the thing God, too. That's one o'clock in the morning. You hear, do 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 do. That's me about to you know yes. look at pictures. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what what I you know speaking of trauma. Um, <laughs> what I was wondering <laughs> was, you know, I feel like you're, you and your mom have some shared sense of either trauma or shock mm. in some way and, and that you, uh, would lean on each other and created like kind of a, a deeper, more, a, a relationship that people want to aspire to when sure. it comes to family. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, the irony of that we went from mom talk to porn. Is kind of <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, man. I, 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 I th- you know, I, 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 that was in the intentions of making the podcast. I just like making content. I like creating stuff and I like it to either be funny or meaningful. You know what I mean? I don't like making shit for the sake of making it, you know? No, I'm uh, saying your guys' actual connection off yeah. of. Like, was there anything that you guys went through that you feel like... I mean, yeah, we were born in a third world country, you know what I mean? So, you know, so obviously we went through some <laughs> trauma. <right now. laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but uh, yeah, the separation for four or five years between me and my mom while she was here and I was in Ethiopia. And, you know, losing family members, going, we can't go back home right now. There's wars. There's so many things I can tell you about, but... Um, yeah, I don't know if that was uh, maybe that part of the journey kind of had us closer, but I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I, I'm leaning with. I mean, we we grew up kind of like the attitude of just laughing at life instead of taking it too seriously and and keeping a positive uh, attitude and, and just going forward can come. You know, it's reinforced by these things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I don't think of it. Well, as and trauma. we've talked about that on this on this podcast a lot. Is that some of the people who have been through some of the wildest shit, you don't realize how wild it is until you tell somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to relate to somebody and and then they go, uh, no, yeah, I never yeah, would do yeah. Like, there was somebody on my block when I was like six years old that got shot through the face mm. and their blood splattered on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck? we lived in such a weird, 
we lived on such a weird block that mm-hmm. the kids, uh, so it was their uncle that got shot, and they came to my house, and they're like, do you want to come see the blood splatter yeah. on the ceiling? And I just went over. Yeah. And so there's like, there's just, but it doesn't feel like that Crazy. when you're going through it yeah, at, yeah. at the time. And yeah. Yeah, so yeah, because you're just figuring things that you know you're just you're going based on curiosity. You're like, yes, what? exactly. Blood on the wall. Yeah, you don't think of it as just crazy. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And to be fair, it didn't happen to you. So <laughs> yeah, that's you're just a bystander. That's absolutely. Cool shit. It's like it's no different than driving and seeing like a car wreck. You know, what I mean, that's equally yeah. traumatizing. That's true. Like, oh shit! Well, someone's dead, and then you just keep going. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Yeah. Now, um, so we, we do do an interview part of, of the, the podcast, mm-hmm. um, if it hasn't felt like that already. I was going to say, what <laughs> have you been doing? Here's my question. When does she get to ask questions? What oh, the fuck? don't what worry. What she kind is of a sexist health, shit is this? <laughs> she's a mental health professional. Are you? Really? Mm-hmm. What I'm do you a, do? I work as a registered nurse in the emergency room. I do mental health assessments. Wow. And what do you, can you sense my anxieties? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, everybody. I can yeah. feel it. Like when people come and they're really anxious, yeah. it's like I can feel it. Like yeah. I have intense anxiety too. Yeah. Are you an empath? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. You are not an empath. Yeah. <laughs> I had this guy a couple weeks ago. He was so I could just feel his and like yeah. I mean everyone's anxiety looks different. Some people get yeah, yeah. you know he and he's just like yeah. yeah he's just like like your mind's racing right now. He's yeah. like yep. Yeah. How'd you know? I'm like I can just see it. Yeah, well, now, yeah, you're so good at what you do. And ah, yeah, shut I feel up. like you pick up on those signs really quickly. But yeah, so I'll, I'm going to talk comedy mm. shit with you for a little bit. Yeah. But I, I do, just chime in. I really do want to talk uh, mental health stuff with you sure, as well. Absolutely, man. So, so comedy so wise. It's hard to be deep after 7 p.m., though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already um, like close shop for the day, but we'll open. <laughs> um, what. W- w- the first time you did comedy was it? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> was it in Yemen or was it in Minnesota? No, there's no, no stand up in Yemen, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did it in, in at Acme. Oh, yeah. the first time was at Acme. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. I geek out so hard at Acme's that space, a, man. Acme is amazing. It's, uh, you have to like go around the country to appreciate it, too. You know. Well, and it's a special place when you go. Uh, it's so funny when I got to go into the green room for the first time. It's that <coughs> tiny little space. Yeah. But when you start to read the names that are written Beautiful. on that board, yeah, I feel like I'm in a hallway of just yeah. great, amazing people. Yeah. So that's such a cool thing. Like, and it's so been, we, all, I think, there for almost thri- 30 years. So yeah. It's a lot of history. Oh, you absolutely. Know, you saw the lamp that was in there? Yeah. That's Mitch Hedberg's lamp. Whoa! Yeah, he he didn't like how dark the uh, the green room was, so he stole it from his hotel. Oh my god, yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, yeah. I like it is that. a fucking good story. And then and then the great thing about the green room is not a lot of green rooms are, can be located behind the stage, so you can actually enter from the green room to the stage, oh. which gives it this nice reveal when you get up there. You know what I mean? You're not yeah, like yeah, walking yeah. through the crowd. You just like you just appear, yeah, yeah. and that's such a cool. Like it's not very few places have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. That's rad. How old were that's you awesome. when you first did one thing? Uh, first time I tried it, I think I was like 23 or something. Okay. I'm 30 now. It was like seven years ago. Um, and then it just felt amazing, man. I um, I don't want to, I did want to do it. And then I didn't want to do it when I was there. Then I did it. Then I, as soon as I got my first laugh, I was like, all right, cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then yeah, it was like, and then yeah, I, I did well. The jokes were horrible, but I, I was, I think, <laughs> my funny nervousness and yeah, 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 yeah. you know, likability. I think, and and then um, I was like, oh, this is forever. And then I did it two more times. <laughs> <laughs> For that first year, I did like stand up three times, so I don't. Count oh wow, that's that. it. I didn't count it. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so crazy. Somebody asked me how long I said six years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember what you were writing about, like in the first couple of years? <clears throat> Dude, you because when you just, like discover like a you know, stumble upon a passion or whatever you just go crazy and i was like a notebook full of premises everything i can think of anything that i <laughs> thought was funny <laughs> from, but like from family to carrots to <laughs> the war it just all i was all maybe like i wrote like i remember i would number them too and i think i got to like 300 jokes and then I use none of them today. <laughs> 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 like wild Do you still premises. have the notebook though? I think it's somewhere hidden. It's just like you know, I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like the uh, a diary that you don't want no one to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, you're like 22. You're you're not like uh, fully developed as a person, so your frontal yeah. lobe still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed <laughs> to be there, but for a guy, you know. Was did there. you ever see that movie with Ewing McGregor? And uh, the the premise of the movie is that there uh, this this wealthy individual in Yemen wanted to mm. go salmon fishing. Mm. I've heard, heard of it. That? I've heard of it. And I uh, yeah, I, I think I might have seen the trailer for it, and it never like uh, it never made sense to me for some reason. Yeah, I was like salmon in Yemen. Thing. I was like, it's an interesting yeah. idea, but I feel like it would yeah. fall apart as yeah. soon as you start watching it. Salmon in Yemen. I feel Salmon like Yemen. if it was coffee, I'd be like, all right, because Yemen is actually where like coffee started being distributed around the world, and like mocha is mecca, mecca. Oh, it's really? In, it's in Yemen. Yeah. So we actually you know, like you know historically made the best coffee, and still like you know that's fantastic. Still there, yeah, yeah. Ethiopia and Yemen. I'm also Ethiopian, so those two countries are pioneers in coffee. They say the bean was discovered in Ethiopia. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, I I told you, learn something new every time we podcast. There you go. Yeah, see, I love that shit. And Coon Rapids, of course. And Coon Rapids. (laughs) I mean, they are the... Coon Rapids is where meth was discovered. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, there actually was a famous police officer in uh, (laughs) in Coon Rapids. What he was famous for was writing the most tickets. Oh, yeah? Of course. I've probably gotten a ticket from that <laughs> asshole. Of any officer in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Dude, really? Dude, just a total to, asshole. To minorities? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude. Like, fucking... If it's so f- funny that, that like, Coon Rapids, Anoka, and Ramsey yeah, yeah. are, like, pretty much the same to me. The way that, like, St. Cloud, Wait Park, yeah. they all bleed into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me, the Anokas do kind of unite, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I went to school in Coon Rapids. Did you? Yeah. My sister went to school for one year while we lived there, and yeah. she like never felt the same way about white people again. <laughs> I don't know what they did to her in that school, but like growing up in elementary, all her friends were like white and stuff like that. Oh. All of a sudden, she became like a Black Panther after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What did they do to you?" <laughs> so, how was your experience? Well, I went to college there. You so went to college, yeah. Okay, yeah. For a couple, couple years. There's, there's uh, like a, there's such a misunderstanding of how deep uh, racism is in Minnesota. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. people who are not from here say Minnesota nice. Yeah. Um, but man, when we moved here from Oregon, the first prejudice that we witnessed was 
uh, this town's prejudice towards Somali uh, people, handicapped people. Oh, handicapped. Okay. Like, <laughs> um, it was <coughs> horrible. There mm. was people that petitioned to get handicapped families out of their neighborhoods. What? Are you kidding me? No. Yeah. Oh, not a gosh. joke. It's it like so some Hitler shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fuck? Like there are some Eugenics. people. T- I I always well, I, I try to, to bring these, this up. They need to roll out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I try to bring this up. Nobody ever remembers, but like, um, at the just just before the the mall stabbing happened in St. Cloud, mm. there was um, there was a a a group of people who held a rally outside of a school, mm. a children's school. Um, t- uh, calling for some uh, Somalians to go back to their country. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And it's like, you know, yeah, I, um, yeah. I, it drives me nuts that people try to pretend that that shit isn't happening. Yeah, man, that's uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> well, and it, and it ruins things because I I tried going and taking photos of these like popular uh, mm. Somali like markets and mm-hmm, cafes mm-hmm. and things in Saint Cloud. After that, after the stabbing happened, because the first thing I thought of was like, it, it's already so bad there that now these people who are armed with prejudice are going to be even worse. Yeah, sure. And so I tried going and interacting with people and like it, they just, their guards are so up because. Somali people? Yeah, yeah. If you get stabbed, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get stabbed. Ah, come on. But I did meet, I I'm went here to, to a make cafe. A difference. <laughs> I went to a cafe and um, I, you know, I pulled out my camera and I said, "My name's Chris." Yeah, yeah. Is it okay if you know Somali people are is very interesting because every country that I lived at, they were the dislike group. Really? Yeah. So in Yemen, they were coming back then. Now it's like almost the opposite. Back then, they would come via sea and then illegally immigrate to Yemen. Some of them. Some of them. Most of them, really, I think. And then they would just take like really odd or like, you know, almost like untouchable level jobs, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> from communities and stuff like that. And, you know, the Yemeni people, you know, like definitely like treating them like shit and they, they look, look down upon them. And then in Ethiopia, their Ethiopians are a lot more civil people, very educated people. They weren't like that way, but they definitely thought themselves higher class than oh. Somali people. And there's some friction between the two countries as well. And then I lived in London, same deal. London, oh, shit. Somali people. Yeah. Shit, I would be uh, dropping hours from London all yeah. the time. Huh? I dropped were you home. in London for? Just like half a year when I was seven. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but I remember just, you know, being there and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in America, in Minnesota, one place in Minnesota that I can't, like, <laughs> one of the one state I was, I went to in America. Uh, that's the place where like just so happened the to highest be. population of Somali refugees, and I was like, exactly, we're, we're, we're in it till the end, baby boy. Oh yeah, I'm with second, you guys. What they say, I'm second with you guys. to Somalia, yep. it has the most. Well, I don't know if it's that that anymore, but at yeah. one point, yeah, we had the most. I think that's Somalis still the highest population. Yeah, I don't outside know. Outside of their own, I wonder what it is about Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, well, I think there was an initiative from the governor in the ni- late nineties that allowed that many refugees to come oh. through, and then. The way immigration works is people seek out networks. So if you were going to go to a country, you want to go to 
where you know there's people like you so mm-hmm. you can survive it's a survival thing yeah. that's yeah, why yeah, they yeah. all like live in a close proximity to one another well and people you forget know. that the Hmong population <coughs> exploded too like there wasn't just yeah, I won't, that yeah well the, at one point it's the population actually the highest one was Indians and then Hmong and then Somali people but because Somali people are darker <laughs> people and they also <laughs> lived in close proximity people just assumed that there are more of them. People never uh, right, think about right. the Indian population in, in Minnesota because Indian people like are kind of like spread out. Yeah, yeah. And you oh. know, they're not as marginalized either, so they like people right, don't right. notice them as much. But first, uh, first job I ever had, like first, like besides working for family, yeah, was uh, uh, working at a hotel that was owned by mm-hmm. by this <coughs> Indian family. They were super yeah. sweet. But um, w- so like. But the, if I was to say this, if you have Minnesotan listeners, um, Somali people, cool people. But like any other pe- like um, groups of people, you know, every every not all cultures are created equal. You know what I mean? Uh, if you are encountering someone from the third world, you know, odds are, you know, they're come from an, uh, maybe an illiterate place or mm-hmm. they have some backwards uh, norms there. Some things can be uh, homophobic. Some things can be sexist. Uh, but the key is like you have to believe that your country is great enough to filter these things out, right? You yeah. have to believe that America is, is such a, a good place to learn and a good place to adapt that the the higher moral will win, right? And if you see it through like generations, you know, there's a difference between someone who just got here from Somalia or Yemen and someone whose uh, parents were here before them and they were born into the schools and the system. There's a difference between one year and five and ten years. I've only been here for 15 years, but, you know, I mean, like I'm fucking, you know, I've, I've changed a lot of my views and I learned a lot of things in this uh, uh, short span. So my thing is just, yeah, you know, one thing is they're good people, but, you know, they might have wholesome, weird views and whatever, but you just got to be patient, you know, you have to think about yes. the... The first uh, generations of white people that got here were owning people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? They were wearing weird wigs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm just going to give it a gen. Give it a I, gen. I, I honestly I like have to remember that we all come from the same origin and you have to let people find their American way. Yeah. I, I, I remember saying this <coughs> early on that, you know, everything that people kept saying about, you know, their, their, their issues with Somalian people being here. I w- and then it's exaggerated too sometimes. Yeah, and I would, my thing was always wait, wait 10 years. Yeah. And it's going to be this, you know, stupid view that you think everyone is supposed right. to be at will just naturally happen because that's just, you adapt to your habitat. Yeah. And, yeah, and the people that often immigrate are the people that are learn to be resourceful, therefore are more adaptive, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, you, you know, it's not the people like, you know, my mother is a brilliant woman. That's how she kind of ended up being here is because she was resourceful. She was educated. She, you know, she figured out a way to dream and follow through. So you get really like good people. Yeah. yeah when it comes to immigration, you'll, you'll, you'll get like at, at, at least ambitious people that are willing, willing to come here and work really hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it benefits the economy and it benefits, you know, whether yeah. or not you want to not believe that, but it's it, it's how this country has been operating. The thing that I looked forward to most is I was like, I would say, because a lot of the times they would complain 
how come they can't speak our language? Which is the, like, get the, fuck the out dumbest of thing. We all have to take speak Spanish the language. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I can't wait until they start meeting kids with no accent. Also, yeah, then what, their excuse when, will be no. To these then people, like say, these people, never say racist. hi to their neighbor. You're like, why yeah. do you need me to speak the language? You <laughs> yeah. never came and said talk to me in the beginning. You don't even want to talk to me. So yeah, yeah. You just want to. You just want me to learn the language so I can understand what nigger means. Is that why? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like, that's like so I can hear your insults. Uh, no. Yeah. It, it, um, yeah. So that know, was my thing. I was the like, only time I empathize with the whole language thing is uh, the only time I was like, oh, I can see why people say that is when I was in Miami. <laughs> And it was like, it's mostly like a lot of Cubans, a lot of Latin oh, people. Ricans, yeah. And then I would go to places of business and then they wouldn't speak English at all. And I'd be like, oh shit, I don't, I'm in America and I have to, I have to not understand this person. And it doesn't upset me. It was like, cool. I think it's cool. But I can see if you're yeah. like an old white person who yeah. was there pre this whole thing. And you're like, oh man, I don't know. I can't, I'm, not, I'm feeling left out. Right, you know, right. Being able to communicate with people, we're tribal. You know, we're always yeah, going to be yeah. tribal people. If the further you are from yourself, the more threatened you feel. Um, has anyone ever told you that you're you're kind of like a nerdy Drake? Oh, disgusting! <laughs> I'm not. I'm authentic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't oh, be, yeah. you saying you saying <laughs> the six god Drake, that, that <laughs> fucking fake Jew. <laughs> <laughs> you're what you're what. Like Hope Drake wishes he could be oh, with that on authenticity. I love uh, that Drake is like if somebody. I think it was Chris Rock was that it. Who's the only guy who gets harder? Like every <laughs> rapper starts really like rough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. funny. And eventually they get to yeah, R&B. Yeah, yeah. It's like Drake is the opposite, <laughs> which he is out on which TV is show unauthentic. And, yeah. He's trying to be something that is not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy his hits and stuff like that. But I, I don't, yeah, why yeah. do you? Why, why? Why did you say that? I. You have this like this cool <laughs> nerdy Drake. This cool vibe to you, but at the same time, uh, you remind me of the guy in like one of those high suspense movies, who's like, "We don't have time. We've got to go now." I can only hold the server off for so long before mm, we mm, have to get the mm. fuck out of here. Like, you're the guy that Leonardo DiCaprio Oh, you look like trust. IT. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I know. I know <laughs> what he's hey, doing. brown guy. You yeah, look like yeah, an yeah, IT yeah. guy. You, no, no, no. But a cool IT guy. So you're cool. <laughs> so, so it's like in times of like yeah, yeah. life and death. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see it. Exactly. Cool. No, it's I'll the take glasses, that. huh? You say, you're saying I look smart. That's fine. I'll take that as a compliment. But... <laughs> But cool, smart. Cool, smart. There That's what I'm there saying. There we go. There's there a go. swagger to oh. the, yeah, yeah, to like the way that you Will you Smith. Move. I'll accept. I'll yeah, there you go. There. Like a, a Will nerdy Smith Will Smith. Yeah. There we go. I'm not gonna let Which go is, of the Will nerdy Smith part. Is kind of nerdy. <laughs> Solves he can, yeah, and he's shit. pretty yeah. nerdy. Like I won't, uh, you know. Like I look like, um, <clears throat> you like, got, yeah. like an autistic hipster. You know? No, yeah, I wouldn't say autistic. You can read your cues just fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with the spectrum? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get down a, with the spectrum? Everybody's on it, right? <laughs> Such a big spectrum. It's a big spectrum. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I have a couple of, I know a couple of, uh, I'm in comedy, so I'm full, a lot of oh, Asperger yeah. people. All what would you say? So now, I mean, you've recorded, uh, well, first of all, how nerve-wracking, this was your first album, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. 
Oisiltan, glad to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Fuck. What Even the better. fuck? Even you better. are doing such a terrible job. No, he's no. fine. He's fine. Blown. He remember I had an album. That's dope. You know what I mean? Well, and it was so good. We did listen to it. My we'll just do that. Favorite, uh, I'm gonna, my next one I'm going to call Fresh Prince of Yemen, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Ten years from now, you'll be like, yeah, I did a podcast with this racist, autistic guy. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. Not at cartoon all. tattoos Not all, all around. Not at all. Uh, but no, so my favorite uh, bit, and the only oh, did reason. Did you listen to the album? Yeah. yeah that's we really right. Did. There you go. A couple times, yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Um, but my favorite bit and what made me, I'm not going to say the whole thing, but like yeah. what made me comfortable with you coming here uh-huh. was uh, the mint. Oh, yeah. The mint bit. Yeah. It's I heard that. Intimate like, bit. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's that's the kind of, so that's like a real comedian. Like Chris D'Elia, mm-hmm. if you didn't know he was a comedian, you just saw him at a restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Yeah. He just looks like a cool guy. He looks like a magician, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He exactly. does. That's yeah. funny. He looks like a like a like an old navy yeah. manager, but also a magician. If Chris D'Elia was on a bus and you know he was sitting <laughs> by himself, and there's two seats available, you would skip these seats. He's not like you don't look at Chris D'Elia and be like, I want to sit with this motherfucker. It's his eyebrows. Because I saw him in a restaurant. Yeah, he has these intense magician yes, eyebrows. Like, <laughs> I was like, this guy's a test. I'm not. But Sorry, like, God. it's it's the um, it's the the coolness. With the hidden layer of weirdness mm. that I appreciate about yeah, it. Yeah, And I, don't, I, I could be just assuming yeah, yeah, sure. based off of one bit, but if that is truly, if that's a true story. It's a true story. Okay. All the jokes I do are based on true stories. Fuck yes. That's how I write my jokes. 90% true no. story. No. Let me get out. 10%, you know, you have to exaggerate. Away. Otherwise, it's. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, I th- yeah. I love yeah. the the weirdness about you. Yeah, and this is a safe place for weirdness. Yeah, yeah, that's that. As I like that bit because <laughs> it's a vulnerable bit because I'm admitting to something like uh, very intimate and, and yeah, yeah. weird. You know what I mean? And but it's so relatable, and there's a la- the layer to it is like, oh, even though this weird thing is happening, this is about like love. It's just knowing yes. about how I know this person's oh, for me. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, that's, Okay, that's I the, remember the that. Bit <laughs> is just, the bit is just is like, you know, it's just a little window through my relationship with Kelsey, you know. Which is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. We are, we're weird, oh, too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a lot of people are. and that bit, That's like, when you find your person, though. Yeah. Like, if you guys can yeah. be weird together, yeah. that's what you're like. Yeah. And then people are always like, oh, relationship goals. Yeah, but, it's and like, it's you also, don't have to have relationships. You and, just be fucking weird yeah. with someone. And I'll, like, I, I aspire to, like, write shows in, in the future. And that's why I want, like, that bit appeals to me. Is like, every time we have those weird moments, I'm like, that's what I want to see on TV. I don't want to see, like, bullshit romance. Like, yes. shallow roses and all this shit. No, that doesn't happen. Real. real romance is like kinky. It's weird. It's like awkward. It's you know, yes. but it's, there's so much beauty because you, you, perfection doesn't reveal vulnerability, and love is about being vulnerable. You know. Yes. And like that's like that's Very why well I, I like that. Oh, that shit. I like that a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's a relatable bit usually among uh, anyone who has feelings. Well, yeah. <laughs> anybody has yeah, feelings. feelings like that bit. Um, I also um. There's there's something <clears throat> about you that reminds me of of James Stanley as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so. 
<laughs> the glasses. What? Why did no, he do this... it? You remind me of you. Well, remind because me of... The, the guy this is that the I first time we've met, so yeah, yeah. I, I have to. Analyze, I listened to that to... episode by the way. So, oh, okay. here's, here's why I'm here. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, I'm a big believer of like. I mean, I don't want to call them almonds, but I like to read what's going on and then follow through because I don't know you I and mean, we never met in yeah. person. So the reason I thought I'd come is because things things kept popping up with your name on it, which meant oh. to be like the first one was. Well, you reach out the second one, <laughs> yeah. but I wasn't like, and I come just basically. You no, know, yeah, yeah. Everybody Which has a funny. podcast, you know, yep. whatever, yep. right? Uh, and and then I saw James Stanley post a podcast, and I love James Stanley. He's such a good-hearted kid. So I was like, oh, I'll listen to this, and then that's the my introduction to you guys. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like these guys. Good vibes. I can hear your, you know, your spirit. And then <laughs> after that, immediately after that, Drew, um, this comic came from this open mic in Monticello and he's like oh yeah it's a great mic you gotta go check it out I didn't know it was yours until today oh shit so I was like and then I went to like see like sometimes I see who listens to the podcast on oh, SoundCloud okay. and then I saw your podcast listen to my podcast oh yes yes so I was like alright this guy's listening to the podcast he runs this mic I was gonna go to uh, James was on it and there was another fourth thing that I forgot I was like oh these are all signs that says I should go here there's something that's gonna happen if I get here this might be a, a worthy relationship okay. to start I was holding back yeah. before Don't but make I'm glad Chris you said cry. those things he's such a yeah. pussy here we go. <laughs> look at his face I, James was really I liked having him James he, was he, he's like a like his he's so young but yeah. he has like this old soul where you're like he's balding that's what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> He had a lot more when I saw him. You know, it's crazy. Uh, James has been around for a while, apparently. He's, yeah, I've been doing probably before me. I'm like, what the and hell? And he was just—he was a guy who start. He was done when he started. That's how was his vibe. It's just like, and you see him once in a while, and people like nobody was taking him seriously and stuff like that. And then we would shoot a sketch with Mike Lester, and he would be like oh. helping with it. That's kind of when I started interacting with him. Okay. I was like, I like his vibes, and then, then I'll see him at, at the mic, and then like he's like, I can tell he's like he has like nervousness and mental issues. I have mental issues. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Then I started taking him on the road, and then just you know anything that I've learned, I pass pass on. You know, I mean, I'm still like a, a student who has a lot to learn, but I, as far as like joke structures, you know, how, where to draw from, stuff like that. When we workshop jokes together. And then I'll take him on road, let him do spots so he can see what it feels like to be, you know, out of your comfort zone and, and to just deliver to from you go up first and you deliver to an audience who paid. That's a lot different than, yes. yeah. you know, an open mic. And yeah, and then I'll just we'll do that. We'll talk, you know, and then eventually I just like he and I don't know, something shifted where I don't know, you know, there's inspiration that we shared or whatever. So like writing jokes, so like killing, and then you just became this fucking killer comic. And I'm not to say that I take credit for that, but I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely um, um, uh, enjoy watching him grow. You know. Well, yeah, no, yeah. there's nothing wrong with being proud he's, of. He's, watching I'm, I'm so proud. Yeah. <laughs> he's like my little son. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah dude. Because he's, so, you know, yeah, he's, he's younger. Like adorable. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's well, like to see his potential, and you're like, oh shit. What well, is good? So what? You know, the, so the two things that you know, remind me uh, or what I feel like there's parallels to you guys uh -huh. is there's this, this confidence, but it's approachable hmm. in where like with James, I said, he's a good, he's a good guy. He's the type of person that'd be like, Hey, everything. Yeah. Okay. You guys need anything, you know, yeah. type of like, yeah. 
looking out for yeah. other people. James has zero dick energy for sure. Y- yes, yeah. exactly. I have I have dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a solid asshole, dog. I think it's when you hit your thirties, you have to have a little bit. No, I've always had. Always, always mm. grew up in shitty places, man. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. be like, you, you have, have to have, have, have to. You can't be too approachable. Well, yeah, well, yeah. having thick skin though yeah, is yeah. like, yeah, it's not a thing. I can be very unapproachable, and some people can sense that about me. But it's like, especially in with comedy, and you've been around mics enough to mm-hmm. see like just the 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 degenerates that attracts you know what i mean oh, yeah. this whole people from all walks of life and then they're all looking for really like you know whatever the idea of success is um hopefully peace and love and you can only find one out of three things <laughs> in yeah, comedy yeah. it's not gonna love you back and it's not gonna give you peace so and then but and then if you have these things on you they like gravitate towards you like moth and they want to like take it off, yeah. So you have to kind of have a guard. You have to be like, yeah. Yeah, this well, is, I, you know, like I, you know, like you said, I, I reached out to you that yeah. that first time, but then after that, I was like, there's too much going on mm-hmm. with, like, <laughs> I was elated that you, you know, finally hit us up back, but like, there's you're a focused individual. You are, you know, I, I can't imagine you not succeeding in what you want to do because oh, thanks, man. Thank you, you know you, you oh, might have a view of yourself of like being I just met you but I'm going to make some <laughs> assumptions about you but, oh, I mean, but what I mean is like you may have these assumptions that like you yeah, can be yeah. standoffish yeah, or whatever but yeah. what it seems like is your core is it, life would be easier if I didn't have to be standoffish right right life would be better if right. I could accept you know and I am not when I like you know I mean when it's the safe spot you have to have your you know like your little shield <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what I mean otherwise people just you know suck your life out of you, you know? yeah but that's yeah. that has its own stresses yeah, along sure, with it too because sure, that's not sure. comfortable to have yeah, to but I do way. like I try you know, around like comedy or scene or whatever I always try to like acknowledge everybody at least I'll say hi to everybody when I started there was people that wanted to like look at you until you're like (laughs) three years in you know what I mean there's like this weird hierarchy in comedy yeah yeah they're really like you say hi and they give you a dirty look and walk away it's really hilarious. That is so I was like, I would never do that to people. But I, you know, yeah. but also people come and go real quick and you never know their intentions. You know, you just, you know. yeah, just a weird thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Generally, I'm like, a, you know, a positive dude. And, yeah. And uh, like I said, I feel like you would prefer that, yeah. you know, you know, people acting accordingly. Yeah. If you're, and, yeah, and if life you're, is easier that way. Hell yeah. If you're an authentic, authentic, just a good person, good intentions, authentic, and you know, you're not trying to like, you know, you know how people is yeah. two, three types of people, people that are neutral, you know, they, that you feel neutral around them, you know, people that really exhaust you <laughs> and then people that add to your energy. Yes. I, the people that exhaust you is usually because something internal. You can pick up on people's like intentions and stuff like that. It's usually they're projecting their insecurities in ways. They can't, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, you said oh, you're yeah. an empath. I work like, in, you yeah, and like I work in mental health, so I know which yeah. ones. Yeah. 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 But if you're the other two, at least neutral, I'm, I fuck with you. <laughs> you know? A hundred percent, man. And yeah, I, uh, the way that you do. <coughs> oh, Gross! Me. The way Stop that you it. do your stand up is so relaxed on stage. I felt yeah, so relaxed. I, spe- I, I wanted to it to especially be that for the uh, for the album. I could be a little more octaves on stage if I'm like doing a mic or whatever. It depends mm. on the setting, but for um, for album because people can't see you, you know what I mean. 
yeah. you have to be listenable you know what i mean yes. and i wanted to make sure i'm you know like i'm chill i'm just talking oh, to you yeah you don't give a shit about the laughs you don't care about you know you just want to hear you know connect to the voice so i went made sure like i was naturally just being more conversational with them yes and i, I yeah. feel like you fucking nailed it that yeah was, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah i think that's for albums i think for specials visual specials you kind of want to project a little more but yeah. for audio you have to go like Bring it down to Bring center. It in. And the jokes are, I thought, good enough where I don't need to, like, you know, I, I pride yes. myself into writing where I'm like, I can just say these and they'll be okay. That's the other yeah. thing about you yeah. that is similar to James. And maybe it's that you, you um, know, guided, like, or work together to sure. whatever you yeah. want to call it. But, like, the 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 way that I watch him analyze things mm -hmm. is so fascinating to me because I can't wait to hear what he's going to say about whatever just happened or yeah. a certain premise because he has such a writer's mind. Yeah. And I geek out so hard on yeah. people with writer's mind. It's, it's yeah. my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There are Absolutely. movies that I've shown friends that it bores them to death, but mm. I... Because of my like, mm. there's this um, there's this movie from the '80s called Local Hero. It's a comedy, but it's like a dry comedy. Mm -hmm. And the way they fucking write it is so incredible. Mm -hmm. Writing is great. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and Nate, Nate Borgasi is like he's yes. one of the greatest comics. He's just, every joke is like, oh, are we done here? It's already funny. Nope, there's one more thing. My favorite joke is like, you think it's over, and there's another angle you didn't even think about. And you're like, oh shit, that's fucking yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic, man. Yeah. Man, um, I wish I could write jokes. You can write jokes. No, my life is not funny. Tell him your joke. No. Have you heard I mean, of Kill Tony? Everyone's life is junk. Yeah. No, Kill Tony? Gonna, yeah, the, no. the, the you go ahead live you podcast. Do it yeah, in my life. All right. Do it. It's, still, it's Kill Tony. Do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. No, Pulling another name out of the bucket. Please uh, welcome to the stage, Kim yeah. Duke. But, but is, it's never really it? like real names. It's usually like... Uh, Tokyo Cunt Punch. You that know about Tokyo Compound? <laughs> Did she go on Kill Tony? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That's hilarious. You know, we were there when I, she went up. My first show in LA, I was looking at the list and I'm like, Tokyo Compound. I was like, all right, I want to see what this looks like. And I don't want to hear it, but I want to see what this looks like. I was like, oh, so it's not even a, uh, an Asian chick. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. They were saying when they've been cutting up the names too, they always see mm -hmm. that name and it's never been pulled and they've always wondered. And so sometimes like with crazy names like that, yeah. they have to look them up and realize. Yeah. Like, I thought if I do Kill Tony, I would change my name to something ridiculous because I think they assume it's going to be bad. Right, oh. right. Because they're like, oh, that's a crazy person because why would they have this name? And then I just go up and then do the mint story. But like, oh my God, yep. this guy's grounded. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's fucking Tokyo hilarious. Kun Tokyo Kun Punch. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing my thing. Oh, I'm come sorry. on. Here, I'll pause it. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not you, don't, you don't need. Well, I was going to pause it because I have to pee. Oh, you got to break? Everyone's okay, cool. taking a pee, okay. huh? <laughs> I was going to say, is that a banana or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> are we back? We are back. Hell yes. Um, we are here um, with NYPD's finest, Zach Taylor. Uh -huh. I just found out I was, I'm supposed to be on this contest tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Is it the Sisyphus one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny because I, I, um, I emailed him and he never like responded with an email back. So I assumed I was not on it. Uh, but he's like, hey, where are you at? So I'm like, oh, man, I'm in Becker. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why the fuck are you in Becker yeah. getting mad? I'm already one, baby. <laughs> I'm in Becker. <laughs> um, okay, well, no this worries. is uh, no worries. My, my favorite part of the show, uh, mm -hmm. which is 
when I, I try to get uh, comics to make fun of something and or just talk about why they fucking hate something. And uh, Ollie, so it's off the noggin stuff. So doing what? Say that, make fun of something? Yeah, so it's called off the noggin, uh. which is, I'll say, a topic. You can either make fun of it or... Just say why you fucking hate or love that thing. Sure, okay. Either is this one fine. of those podcasts where you do games in it? That's fun. <laughs> Just right. tiny cool. little, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. little blips. Little, little structure. That's good. Structure is good. Um, hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Ollie fucking hates adopting children. Uh, that's oh, uh, adopting children? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Ubers. Oh, Uber versus Lyft. Sorry. Uber versus Lyft. Which one I hate, or which one I love, or uh, what? you can you can say hate, love, or you could make fun. I, of I the love differences, both of them. Whatever I love, you want. love both of them. Um, I think they're such a can. What a convenient way to. I've always thought cabs are scarier than Uber and Lyft, because at least yeah. with a cab, there's nothing that connects me to this person aside from this rat. It's just your word against mine. Yeah. But with an Uber, you know, like it's traceable that I requested this, you accepted it. There's a, uh, you know, there's. A, you know, there's uh, proof that we yeah, were yeah. together at trail, this point. There's a trail. There's trail. You can see what else people rated them. Yeah, and you can see exactly. And if you're smart enough, you know. Uh, but And it's relatively cheaper than what I remember, like, cabs used to be. I yeah, know. For that's sure. so true. 100%. Yeah. And, and they're just people like yeah you feel like you're, you're helping oh, yeah. your friend out or something. you know i mean i i'm i'm you know i try to keep it brown when i take my overs you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> there to, a like, brown option on the uh, you know i look at the names and you know, i was saying if i see ahmed muhammad and shit like that i was like all right that's my guy if i see a larry i'm like no man. i'm sorry larry it's not not tonight larry larry is like a 4 a.m option when like there's no other ubers and i was like exactly. all right it's me and larry today um I like my I, I like my Uber I like my Uber drivers the same way I like my coffee. Without D- dicks in it? No, dark and imported. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Look at these jokes. Nice, <laughs> I like it. That was uh, beautiful. Thank you, thank you. You know, it's funny. One time, uh, speaking of Ubers, I'll tell you why I don't do white people anymore. I, and I, I don't, I, I do. I'm, I'd say that as a joke. I just, uh, I feel less comfortable. Because yeah. uh, one time, this guy. Picks me and Kelsey up from uptown and like the whole, the beginning was not good. He made an illegal U-turn immediately. Uh, he was in shorts, unprofessional. He's wearing gym shorts. Um, gym shorts. Gym shorts. <laughs> the car was old as hell. Which like, I was like, I don't even think this car passes the uh, test for Uber. And then he was so huge. He was big. He was a big motherfucker. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, if this guy's trying to kill us, I have no chance of survival. Yeah, like, especially I know if he's wearing gym shorts. He's gym sure trying he's, to kill yeah. you. I'm like, all right, who has the confidence to wear a gym? And then he picks it up, picks us up again. Another U, like illegal U-turn. Didn't even wait for us to like put our seatbelt on. Just start speeding. And uh, and then he's just like not. So you talk to him. He just doesn't crack. Doesn't talk back. And he had. That's like weird aggressive tattoo of like a, a skull and a knife in his neck or some shit like that. Yeah. And I go, what's that? And he goes, it's a brand of sacrifice. And I didn't know that was like. <laughs> what? A, I, know, I didn't oh know. I, I, well, I later Googled and find was like a game reference, I think. And I was like, oh, maybe he's like a okay. nerd. But if, to me, I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, that's fucking sure. terrifying. We're you can at least scared. explain it to you. Scared. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so that was like. What well, was his name? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't, Did he have I, a Bluetooth I, I, in? No, man. He was oh, just scary motherfucker. Yeah. Type. <laughs> uh, so, and then we also had uh, just like, I think, uh, an, one guy who t- took us 
to our around our area and then start telling us that he used to steal. <laughs> he used to like, oh, yeah, I used to come here and rob people all the time. <laughs> and then he got lost, but we didn't even like bother be like, oh yeah, it's, we live in. He almost dropped us in the wrong location. And then I was like, actually, this is advantageous. Like, yes, we live here. And then I, just, I don't want to. And then we, I made sure he la- he left, you know, because I don't want to yeah, see yeah. him. Oh, and then I think the scary thing about that guy was like he was telling us, um, telling us um, about his uh, he was in prison, and then he didn't tell us why. Why the fuck would you tell someone who's yeah. in your vehicle? Yeah, well, he's a crazy guy. That's what crazy people do. They have no logic, you know. And they then don't do background checks on Uber. I or Lyft? have no idea. I don't. Oh. He wasn't even the fucking guy. <laughs> what? The guy in the picture and him were not the same people. That was like I am. I went wrong about this. This is how scary this is. Jesus. Wrong person. Uh, uh, took us to the wrong area. Told us he used to rob people. Then told us he used to be in prison. When I go what for? He goes something about like two. I don't two two. Um, I don't know if it was a, you don't want to know or something. Like that. Uh, okay. Okay. And then, then he admitted that his brother was in jail, and I go, "What for?" He goes, "Murder." I'm like, "Okay, if <laughs> if you were willy nilly on murder, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. that you were in prison for." <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, and then I remember like when he drops us off, I made sure like he la- he goes away because I don't want him to like know where I live. That shit was. Oh fucking god, I fucking scared. Did you rate him? Scared. Uh, no, yeah, we wouldn't give that fucking guy one star. You got any mind? You'll find out where I like kill yeah. us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what the scary thing is, too. Give if you rate five people five stars honestly, and tip them $3. That's what I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Maybe he doesn't rob that area anymore yeah. now because yeah. he had I've a good had experience. Some, yeah, I had some uh, experiences with Uber. I think one of them, one guy was like, uh, um, he took us on the wrong street in downtown, and it was one of those that had like the train track. So we were driving oh, on the goddamn train track, and then he, I was like, "Hey, man, we're on a train track." He goes, "Huh?" I go, "There's a train coming our way," but it was like. Oh, it wasn't speeding, huh? but it was like, but it was coming, you know. Yeah. And then he, and then he drove on the sidewalk, and we were on the sidewalk, and I think I have a video of that somewhere. What oh my the Instagram. fuck is wrong I, I with hope people? I didn't delete that video. Gosh darn it! We need to go to the cities more often and oh, drive yeah. u- in Ubers. I have no yeah, Uber. Man. I just we went. I went to. And, and that dude, I gave him five stars because it was brown. I was like, oh, I got to <laughs> hook my people up, man. <laughs> Absolutely. We took an Uber in New Orleans, and the guy didn't talk to us at all, and he was swerving in and out of traffic, and I didn't think I was going to make it to the hotel. I was so anxious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nope. It's scary. And like, yeah. I'm like, well, this is it. It was nice. That's so fucking great. On train tracks. And then on the on sidewalk. On goddamn train track. <laughs> I have the I posted the video on uh, um, on Instagram, but I know sometimes I just go and delete a bunch of videos if I feel yeah like I, I do that too. They're old or whatever. You know you can archive them, so they sit in the archive, oh. no one else can see. Oh, <gasps> yep. So this is also on the sidewalk now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you about that shit. <laughs> Was your girlfriend with you that time? No. Oh, thank goodness. No. This fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Okay. Now, the important stuff. That was well, some wait, funny that was fucking it? shit. Well, I mean, unless you want to, you got a topic? No. no. But I yeah, think so. I, with all that said, still <laughs> like Uber. <laughs> because Sounds like you like Uber more than you like Lyft. Uh, What's the difference between No, but the two? I think is that that's what was popular for a while. No. And then because they have more drivers, it's cheaper most of the time. 
Um, but I don't. It's the same shit. It's an. We were in California. We noticed Lyft was actually cheaper than Uber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You do like carpool too. That's fun. Yeah, you yeah. and a bunch of strangers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cabs I don't like because just that. Like I once oh. the scariest I've been in a car was with with a cab driver in New York. Yeah, he took a. He, he was gonna take an Uber, but he's like, "I'll match it, cash." What? I was like, "All right, I'll give you cash," because it was you know, it was raining or whatever, and okay. then he just kept asking me about how much money I made. And yeah. he was just really, I had, I got a sickening vibe from him. Who asks And he would look that? like a desperate, just like middle-aged oh, no. white dude who just has nothing to lose and just, uh. you know, he, he looked like he's, you know, a very ominous vibe about this guy. And then, because I told him, I was like, I'm a comic. And then when I he started asking money questions, I just like went the other way. I was like, I, I make very low money, dude. And so like, I was like, dude, I, in fact, if, you, if I can borrow $3. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's just like the other way. I was like, at least you don't kill me for money. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck there, is wrong with people? There's an aggression in yeah. cab drivers that you don't find in. And it wasn't the cash cab, no. which is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, that's a fun one, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. I always wondered about that show, too, that he just like drops him off and like, okay, yeah. good luck now. You're good on luck. your own. You take a real cab now. Yeah. That dude's a comedian, too. Yeah. yeah, I know. He was on Kill Tony, you showed me. Was sure he? was. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Sure was. <clears throat> All right. Well, Which so are, are you circumcised or? I am no, circumcised. Okay, cool. Beautiful penis. Make uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, have, I have an Instagram video if you want to <laughs> It's probably one of the ones you deleted. <laughs> you got sick of having it on your Instagram. But I, right. I would like to update my headshots over here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, that is my specialty. Headshots. He loves real head. H e d shots. Ah, that get it? Sense. Get it? Yeah. What's up? Why are you asking me if I'm saying about that mushroom tip? Um, no, it's just my favorite thing is to making people uncomfortable a little bit. Oh, that does not make me uncomfortable at all. And that's fantastic. Yeah, man. I makes love that, me uncomfortable. I love that journey for yeah, you. Yeah, man. That's as long as somebody's a little... Every time you say yeah, man, by the way, yeah. I feel like you're saying Yemen. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I like I appreciate circumcised uh, penis? Because I, when I was in London at 7, I stumbled upon the men like changing section at, at a swimming pool. Oh. And I just remember just being shocked and just seeing... <laughs> White penises all around me, and they none of them are like circumcised. <laughs> Nothing but like, elephant trunks. Just looks like uh, what's you going know, on with those like, eaters? Yeah, it looked like yeah, just it was disgusting. I was like, look, oh, look ah, like moldy turtlenecks. Disgusting. Disgusting. Like, I am actually three quarters circumcised. Are you? The doctor. No, the doctor fucked up and really? missed a little, little part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we joke I had a cousin who got circumcised like like well in his teenage years. I was like, Ooh, what the fuck, man? Did you, get her no- I worked- Did you get her number? <laughs> <laughs> I went. To, I worked in a nursing home for a long time before I became a nurse, and we had a old resident yeah. at one point. And like, it's hard because when you get older, like it's harder to you have to clean it, and then you have yeah. to pull them back. Yeah, and, and at scary. At one point, it doesn't go bad. It didn't go bad. And right. it started turning blue, and they had yeah. to cut. It oh. like ninety something having to get circumcised. That right. fucking sucks. I wonder if like how much of anxiety disorders are you know attributed to you being a fucking infant and somebody cutting part of your penis. It's got to be traumatizing. Well, they don't remember it. They don't remember yeah. it. I mean, I don't remember being dropped, and I'm fine. Yeah, dropped well, from what? It dropped from a high building. Oh yeah, for how old were you? Like you know, six months or something. Six months. You time. weren't dropped from a building. <laughs> It's you funny were, being a parent you were thrown now. Away. That's a because being one thing me and my coworkers recently talked about was being a parent and knowing like 
at what age I started remembering shit and like yeah. all these things that like my kids probably won't remember. So you're like, how much shit can I get away with that they are ah, not going to remember? That's true. But Landon definitely, he's 10, so yeah. he remembers. Yeah. Layla's at six, so you're like, mm, yeah. I could still do some shit. And she'd be like, I don't remember that. And right. I'd be like, cool. I'm glad yeah, you can. Yeah. So I don't know why I twitch, but <laughs> somehow. I, I, I was like, I really would love to just go back to the first two years of my life and just see how, how badly I was fucked up <laughs> I, know. Know. I, mean, I was like cause, well i mean because like the older i get like you know I, like i fucking learned about like my apparently my dad kidnapped me a couple times and i was like all right that's great oh, wow. fucking rad. i was like and then people the casual uh, essence of how people told me that it's like oh yeah, yeah. i'm like oh and then i remember calling my sister on bond i was like hey can tell me about the one time uh, the, the the time i got kidnapped she goes which time and i was like all right. which time and she was so casual about it. she's like Man. which one which time i was, That's like, I was gonna I was bring up about the fact before was, uh, was i got uh, yeah you I got don't one. realize mm-hmm. how fucked up certain things are until mm-hmm. you tell someone and they go what yeah. <clears throat> you yeah. know what though my and you don't know it until you're around normal people that's, that's true yeah. my mom smoked while she was pregnant with me so i've got Cigarettes? that yeah you, you do have cigarette I have uh, that. vibes <laughs> you look like a sick <laughs> baby you know what's funny a sick baby I was five pounds, some odd ounces. So I was a tiny baby because yeah. she smoked like crazy. <laughs> and I was born, there was no fluid in her sack. So I came out all bloody and dry. Oh my God. And my mom's like, no, no, it's not because I smoke cigarettes. You I just came in with a, with a pack of misty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's why my hair is, feels uh, like smoker's hair is all crunchy all the mm, time because she smoked all the time. Yeah, oh, that's fuck. hilarious. <sighs> okay, um, let's do the snack. So everybody, pause. You for probably a really want Hold that on. snack. So I'm gonna do. I'm like literally wanna. I know what this is, by the way. I can see. You do. I know it's Japanese and everything else, oh, but I know yeah. the picture. But have you tried it? I have tried what's in that. I haven't tried this brand, but I know that picture that I see in there. Well, I know what that is. It. It's All just right, um, fine. Okay, uh, hold on. It everybody. looks like Indian snacks, and I know what it's gonna taste like. So. Uh, I just need a Sanitation. space for Japanese a sound bite. <laughs> so three, <laughs> three, two, one. Okay. Now go ahead, grab that son bitch. Uh, is there anything legible on there that you could read? Uh, it's um. It's, oh, this uh, it says mini in English. <laughs> <laughs> And this then Japanese work. people are like the definition of extra. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever watch their TV and it's like all this text that pops. They like just love like adding a lot of shit. It's kind of adorable. But and then the, their, their counter, you know, their like culture is very like the opposite. You know, like the, their tea, tea ceremony will take three hours, you know, like and then they got this shit. And this was so it's a fun culture. <laughs> like I quiet you got and you're like, is he being racist? <laughs> Never forget Hiroshima. <laughs> uh, oh, don't eat it yet. I, oh, I yeah. told you before the thing. Hurry up with these instructions, bro. You son of a bitch. All right. Oh, what are oh. that is not what I thought it was. Uh, like grab the, some. The noodles you put in your... Interesting. Was there a smell? Oh, am I supposed to smell it? Yeah, remember that? I said we smell, we, we, we pass it around. Right, why don't you just tell me do? live? All they right, taste so like those shoestring... Take a smell. The shoestring thing. Smells. Okay. What do you think? I have, my sense of smell is not the greatest. Chris can't smell because of his fucking sinuses. Smell preser- preservatives. Ouch. And then what else do I do? I smell and it. And then you grab some. I grab some. Yeah, a generous yeah. amount. Yeah. yeah. 
Because they're little. Before the sick guy exactly. takes them on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they look fun. He washes his hand like crazy, though. Here. I do. I'm paranoid. Yeah. I thought I knew what it is. Uh, it's not what I thought it is. They taste like I see why strings. I, the word mini is on it because it's very little. Yeah. It grows on you. Yeah. I, I get, eat these all day. It's like Corn Rapids. You know what I mean? You just, <laughs> first, you're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Like, oh, Why are so many people still listening to Creed in this town? Mm. I can't get over it. Man, wow. was Creed even still around when you when you came over? I know here? who that is. Oh, you know who it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. They were Nickelback before I, Nickelback. Yeah, I had a there. shirt that said Creed on it. I don't even know. <laughs> Nobody even was nice enough to be like, hey, man, that's a band that sucks. <laughs> they had me walking around with a thing that said Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I... I uh, I guess it's not in, in our culture to like wear things that represent stuff, or maybe I was never learned that. So like I never like bought shirts to represent a band or whatever. Uh, I just bought it because it looked cool. So gotcha. I would look at a shirt, I'm like, oh, I like the heart, I like the the. You know, I had an ACDC shirt. I had no idea who oh, they that's are. Hilarious. And I remember just like, like the design in of high it. school. Yeah, and then there was like a yeah. I was like, this is a cool design. And some <laughs> guy's like, you a rock dog? And I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what this guy's saying. <laughs> and I'm like, you rock too, dog. <laughs> A rock dog? Yeah, somebody told me. I think that some, dude was trying to suck some, your dick, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those are actually really good. I like yeah. them. Can you taste you. them? It You're tastes right. like um, it, is, it does grow on you, though. And then it tastes kind of like um, uh, noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a, a smidgen of like a ramen. ramen yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Love it. Yeah, good. Get in there. Dude. Get in there. This I didn't. One, I didn't. This actually one I can tell you. Bag. I know what this one is. That one tastes like medicine. Have you had really? this? No. All right. But this you're the second person to say that they... No, don't open it! <laughs> I've seen I that. really thought you were going to pick that one. No. No, I, would, I know. Don't don't um, pick anything that looks shiny. <laughs> okay. That was that was good. We, we've had some... Love it. Disgusting. We had uh, seaweed the, that they were trying to make pass like off beef for jerky. jerky. Oh, yeah? Disgusting. It was horrible. Jerky itself, you know, had, you know... It's edible at best. Yeah. Right, right, right. At one, it, like, for some reason, you kind of feel like during a road trip, you're like, yeah, this is yeah. what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, never again. No. <laughs> um, but I am. Okay, so this is the part that I'm excited for. It's the part where I go to bed. No, I can, it's. I p- cannot stop eating this thing. So <laughs> I know. It's the it's salt. It's MSG, bro. Oh, it has to. That's <laughs> beautiful science. In my um, but. So you you talked about or you've spoken about <coughs> who's making cheese pizza? Our nanny. Oh yeah, you have a nanny? Yeah, we have a nanny. Oh, um, her name is Griselda. Griselda. She's cool. a big Russian bitch, All and right. uh, she's is the best. Okay, I am the Russian bitch, <laughs> but I'm not Russian. <laughs> no, so oh. okay. So what I what I wanted to bring up was how do you guys uh, kind of just uh, yeah. interrupt this whole no, thing? No, go ahead. How do you? How, you said that you've been here for how long? This house? How long we've lived oh, in this, this house? house? Mm-hmm. Nine years. Yeah, nine oh. years. You love it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's all right. It's all right. I like. I do like the idea of just having your kid being able to wander outside, yeah. seeing That's one some thing animals. We talk about a lot of move, about wanting to yeah. like move to a bigger city and mm-hmm. all that. But also, we're close with all of our neighbors, yeah. so it's like you know, I everybody. Feel comfortable. Yep. Yes. So if something happens with my kid, they'll text me, or if something's yeah. going like their kid can just walk into our house. Yeah. And I know, like, no I'll feed people. their kid. Like last night, 
Landon was playing with his friend and they were playing video games yeah. and we were eating dinner and he's just standing there. I'm like, you want some food too? And right. I just text her saying, hey, I just so you know, I fed your son dinner so he doesn't, you know, yeah. you don't have to come home and I, eat. I don't think I'll And be it's not like a... Like, huh, you know. It's so important for kids to just wander, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I'd be the same person if I wasn't able to, like, I can go anywhere I wanted to as a kid. Nobody was there to watch me. Yes. And just, like, go, <laughs> like, buses, like, random places. Well, and we have an, a surprisingly diverse neighborhood, too. Oh, yeah? Like, there's Russians, Vietnamese, uh, Hmong. Wow. Uh, our neighbors are, are black. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. Like, it's... Hispanic, we have couple Yeah, yeah. His, uh, Hispanic neighbors. Really? So we're pretty. Mexico so you guys City got, like, a nice little diverse uh, part of town. Yeah. So, yeah. And so the kids and for, don't... And for this... For mm-hmm. this town too, yeah. for our entire neighborhood to be that diverse, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> yeah, really like cool. The whole diversity of the town is in this one block, uh, so Because <laughs> the other ones, you know, ran away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's funny terrified. that you ask about the house because we were we went to this park today in a different town near where my in laws live, mm-hmm. and my mother in laws like driving away, and she texts me, she's like, "There's really nice houses out here. You mm-hmm. guys should live out here." And it, I was thinking, hell no! Like I built such good like friendships here that yeah, my yeah. kids are so comfortable like having neighbors is so yeah. big that's and there have been times yeah. where like i'll neighbors leave the garage trust open trust yeah i actually i would be down to do the same thing i've always thought i was like if i have like, kids i want to be in the country you know what i mean yeah but, but and then i have a place also in the city yeah yeah, yeah. navigate too yeah. cool 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 yeah. so just to be rich as fuck i mean yeah you know <laughs> You know what's up? I'm not gonna be in the country. And then I'm gonna just be 360, like, 360. You know, I'm just glad I have a house. Well. Yeah, there you go. And I bet the property value here is a lot cheaper than it would be in like the cities. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For so sure. like our house nine years ago, it was when the it, during the dip uh-huh. we bought this house brand new. It was a brand new build at 132, Get and now it's worth like 215. Here. Holy shit! That's so we can make a hundred grand. Selling Nobody the house. makes money buying a house anymore. Uh-uh. There you go. Yeah. Nice. So we're like, nuts, oh, and then it's cool. gonna like, there's gonna be more developments around. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Yeah, cool. so it just yeah. keeps going up. That's great. Okay, now you go back to me. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, so what I what I wanted to to talk on was when when did you start to notice like anxiety and maybe not understand it, but you started to to really feel that that panic where you oh, yeah. saw other people were fine, mm. but for whatever reason you were kind of feeling something heavier. Sure. Um. They say like anxiety in men comes out in different ways than uh, females. Like anger is mm-hmm. anxiety, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, it was anger for a while, and then I think when I think what happened for me is like I had a, a like my first like real breakup. Thank you so much for the water supply. Uh, I had my first real breakup, and it like broke my heart. And then because I was just angry and numb, I couldn't be numb anymore because now I have all the feelings. Because, you know, when you yeah. have a heartbreak, you know, like you're, you know, your heart is so alive. Everything you just you feel everything, you feel mostly pain. Um, and then I think what, what that happened, it took, like I wasn't I wasn't able to because I'm not numbed out anymore. I couldn't be angry anymore. So it, the anger became anxiety. That's I think that's when the show. And I've always been you know kind of nervous, kind of anxious about it. Like uh, I remember being socially anxious as a kid. I remember like uh, my aunts would have. Um, we had a two-story place. My aunts would have her friends in the living room, and then I, my 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 room was like on the second story, 
is that the word story yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and i didn't want to go through the i was anxious to go through them so i'll jump through the window wow oh yeah, yeah so like i was like definitely socially anxious but i wasn't that way always as a kid i was the opposite i knew everybody everybody knew me but there was like a period where i just wanted to hide but i think that had to do with something else um <clears throat> But yeah, uh, 26, 27, I think anger became more of anxiety on a daily basis. And then I experienced my first panic attack during a weed trip. Um, but I don't even think weed was the source. I think it's just it triggered something that was already there. Um, and then that was horrible. That's like my, I felt like my mind was in my heart and I thought I was going to die. Like well, you were having a heart attack. Yeah, but my heart rate was extremely just crazy for three four hours, and it's kind of funny. I was like uh, at a friend's place post breakup, so anything goes. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've had weed before and it made me anxious, but never gave me a panic attack. So I um, I, uh, I am at this comics place named Micah, and his girlfriend sold weed. And uh, they, his, they, she had roommates, and they were smoking out of a bong. And then I was like, "Sure, I'll have some." And then Mike was like, "I don't know you smoke weed." I'm like, "Yeah, do it all the time," because <laughs> they were so cool. So I was like, started smoking out of the bong, and then she rolled a joint, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'll have some." And I had like half a joint. I had so much weed that day, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my god, why do I feel my blood?" Moving through my veins. And then that makes you more anxious thinking yeah. that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I just got to make sure I'm breathing. And then I start breathing. And then you start breathing hard. And you're like, I can't breathe. And I was like, wait a second. My heart is going hot, like faster than usual. And now my, my, I'm literally, it, unlike something where I could like, the things that you're not supposed to feel, like your blood and your heart rate and stuff. Like I was able to access them somehow. I remember like just accessing or parts of my organs <laughs> and stuff. And, and then I panicked to no means. And I was like yelling, Micah. I'm gonna die. I was like, cool guy that smoked weed, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they, um, and then they were like, oh, let's get out of here. They took me. They were very calm and chopped. They took me. Then we went to the comedy cellar, and oh, okay. um, that calmed me down. Watching good comedy, and I felt good after that. And then a month passes by, and, and then I was drinking wine, and then I start panicking. So now I'm like, oh, it's not just weed. It's it's wine that's making me panic now. I gotta stop drinking. Then uh, Monday night at Acme, that's I was like on a Saturday on Monday at Acme. Um, I have uh, one one drink. I, I was like, that. yeah, I was like the first time was like because I I got drunk, so that's why I panicked. This time I'm just gonna have one one drink. I'm not gonna get drunk. I, I had one drink and then I panicked again. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I thought the, it was the weed, now it's the drink. Am I just like, is this a new thing that I'm going through? Am I just a panicky person now? And then the fear of panic attacks kept triggering more panic attacks. Yep. So between that Tuesday and maybe a solid mo month and a half, I was in straight panic. No breaks. I would oh, go on panic so constantly. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't, um, like, I develop agoraphobia. So if I open the door and I oh, go outside, wow. I'm like, oh, this is making me panic. I have to stay inside. So as soon as I open the door, it will come and, like, fucking be intense. So I start hiding in my room. and But it wasn't helping because it will come in waves, especially yeah. if I'm asleep. 
And then I was like, start Googling things. And then you find out people that have that for all their life. That's their, their whole life is just them having panic attacks. And I'm like, is that going to be me? And then I like, I think the one only time I like reach out to like Facebook where I was like, hey guys, I feel like I'm like my, I'm losing who I am and da 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 and I need help, you know. And then I put her out there and this girl I used to, my first girlfriend in, in Ethiopia messaged me and she was such a gentle person and she was like, I have the same thing. You just got on, you can, I made it through. So she gave me hope. I was like, all right, I see some people that went through it and yeah, got out of it. Yeah. And then I think... I realized it's like it came from what the same source of anger. So if I can go back to anger, I can snap out of it momentarily. Oh, and then I see. I, so I like start like listening to like Kanye West, and then like I put on the the song Power, just like get just get pumped. Yeah, and then yeah. I went to Acme. I was able to get out of the house, and then I did a set, and I was fine for like five minutes. And I was like, all right, if I can be fine for this amount of time, I can ex- increase the increments of time. Start meditating. Start like. Again, like started not i was like all right i gotta stop being afraid of panic attacks because that's what's triggering panic attacks so i have to like willingly want them and normalize them so i started like going to places that make me panic on purpose and then i just take it in when it happens i just like feel it second at a time just normalize it in my body and i just kept going through that until it had became- you gone to therapy at no. all I'm that's in like complete huge. fucking awe yeah, right now. Huge. So yeah, eventually it became more like I normalize it enough where I'm not scared of panic attacks anymore. On your own. Yeah. And then like it happens once in a while. Like uh, since that, since it stopped happening, it happened like five, six times ever, ever since. Holy shit. shit. Dude, Some, that's nuts. Yeah. Do, you, do you realize how rare that is to be able to I'm happy, overpower man. that shit on your own? Yeah, man. That's I'm happy. I am like... Yeah. Whoa! Wow! Because I, I went to the hospital because I was like, "Is this a, you think it's a heart you attack?" A heart attack. Yep. Yeah, because yep. it's very similar. Yeah, so often that we, because yeah. so I get called in to assess people who mm-hmm. have some mental health thing, whether mm-hmm. they're suicidal, depressed, blah blah. And a lot of times, someone will come in for chest pain, and we can see like on our board yeah. they come in for chest pain, and then they'll call, the doctor will call us an hour right. later, like they're medically cleared. This is not chest pain; they're having anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go in there and you like, I can't tell someone. Anxiety too. Yeah. It's not professional. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I always tell people, one in four people have uh-huh. some type of mental illness, yeah. anxiety. But it's like it can feel like you're dying. It yeah. can feel like very it's much like the, you're having a heart attack. Because people will be like, crippling. "I feel so stupid. I came yeah. in here because of this yeah. and this. And now I find out it's just anxiety." I'm like, "But it's not just anxiety. It's yeah, anxiety. It's real, and it's know? very debilitating. Very like I don't mean you know your hands get sweaty, your heart, heart. is racing the yep. whole time. Your mind's racing. Your you can't mind sleep. is you feel like you're outside of your body, so you're not having inside yeah. of your body." anymore it's like you're running a yeah. marathon too with your body but you're yeah. not moving yeah. Yeah. yeah so you ended up going in and thought i, you I went because well, i and then it started to, it couldn't work at one point i was yeah. like i had to quit my job at at and I was like i was like i can't do this anymore yeah. i can't um i panicked and then i went to the hospital and after my shit that's my last shift there i think i just went to the hospital and then the doctor was like recommended god that's the joke Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. She goes, what you can you can the? take she goes, you can take these medications or you can you know, you know, like or you know, God is the other way. And she was a Muslim lady and she's like a Oh, she was oh. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I was like uh, I was like, if she says that then they don't really know how this works, you know. Yeah, right? yeah. Well yeah. Uh, that's yeah. And the Medicaid and then she gave me a bunch of like, you know, like couple of things that are supposed to help and then that made me more anxious because yeah. it's like 
now I'm like I'm also uh, a hypochondriac, so I'm like taking this and I'm like, is this new symptom because of the pill? Oh yeah. So I I'm added like more anxiety. Too. So I took like one pill and I threw it away. I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna like I'd rather just deal with this. Dude, okay. And so a lot of I times was not like, oh. wrong in the way that so did you and James bond deeper in Kind of he's got some pretty bad anxiety. Or have you guys talked he, about any of this I mean, stuff? I mean, I notice it on him. And I can feel it on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys don't Maybe. talk about this stuff. No, I, I, I've talked to him about his. But like, he listened OCD to the. He, he, he listened to the podcast. His panic and, he knows. and shit like that. Yeah. I like you know. I, mean, I know that he has those things. I don't think. I don't know if we deeply connected on it because I'm, I'm. I'm so far. I feel like so far from it. That oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, it's not like on a day to day. And he's still learning anymore. about his own yeah. and working through it, uh-huh. which is pretty. But that's that. Yeah, I feel like this. This makes so much sense now, but yeah. I've I've never met someone who successfully really went through. Yeah, you're an anomaly. Oh, like, wow. that's very rare. I, to be I'm able glad to, do to share that. this, man, because I, honestly, um, it's a scary place to it be. It is a scary place when your mind yeah. turns against you, and you're like, "Holy fuck, man! I can't even be inside of me." You know? Yeah. That's rough, and the agoraphobia. I can see, like, I can like empathize with that. I can see how people go. No, it's safe to be home. Yeah, because you you feel like other people can see it in you. Yeah, yeah, and also because you you the agoraphobia part is as soon as I open the door, it's gonna come. And yeah. it's like such an intense fear, especially not being of, in your home in your yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. Of height or flight is so like it is. That's what it is. Yep, yep. Every time I have this conversation with patients too, it's like we all experience anxiety to a certain extent because anxiety is a normal feeling to have. It's okay to be anxious at things. I said, but Mm -hmm. when it gets to this point where you're Mm -hmm. debilitated, you can't work, and you're Mm -hmm. overwhelmed, I said that's not a normal anxiety. Mm -hmm. Normal anxiety is I get in my car and it's snowing outside, and I'm anxious because I hate driving Mm -hmm. in the snow. Yeah, it's like PTSD at that point because it's like. Yeah, your final yep. flight is out of whack, and yep. it just. But when you're not able to leave your home, yeah, you that's yeah, it's what yeah, it's yeah. honestly one of the proudest things I've ever like gone over is like being. I was like, oh my god, if I can go over this, you I'll can be fine. honestly, holy, I am just like yeah, blown away the yeah. fact <laughs> that you didn't use yeah, no like pills, medications no, or yeah. even going to therapy and all that. You just no. figured out your own shit. Yeah, I figure out just it's my fear of it is what's. Was making it. it worse. Yeah. So why not normalize yeah. it? And I'll just like listen, just like feel it second by second. I like yeah. so I was like, I mean, no, I'm gonna start enjoying it when it comes through, and I just feel it like rushing through my hands. I hear the heartbeats and stuff like that. Yeah. There's so many so people what, that that happens to though, yeah. and they crumble. Like you, you your body right. physically can't handle. Yeah, all it's of those intense. emotions. It's intense. And so yeah, that's I. This yeah. that is absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. I, I was just telling. So I had a. I had a, actually a therapist follow me around at my job the other oh. day just to see what we kind of do in our role. Right. And I saw a guy who has anxiety. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, we were talking. She's like, you were really good with him the way you talked to him and this mm-hmm. and this. And it's like, well, I suffer from extreme anxiety. You probably can't tell. And she goes, yeah. oh, no. I go every year I go to my doctor's appointment for my physical mm-hmm. and I have to fill out the fucking questionnaire because I have anxiety. Yeah. And of course, mine's always off the charts. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she'll be like is, how should we address your anxiety? Do you yeah. want? And I go, you know, I'm not going to take a medication because mm-hmm. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know how to deal with my anxiety. I yeah. don't need anything. And so, of course, I work in the medical field. So I know she has to put something in her computer. She's like, okay, let's go over what things you do. And it's like, mm-hmm. I listen to music. Mm-hmm. I distract myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's things I have to do to mm-hmm. deal with my anxiety. Yeah. And it's, I think people get a little like, oh. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, and one thing that we see a lot, too, is 
everyone assumes when people come to the emergency room with anxiety, everyone's seeking a medication. Right. Like, because we live in this now, this time age where everyone's seeking pain meds and everybody's seeking anxiety meds. That's not true. Like there, you can tell. Yeah. And like when I told her, I'm like, you can't tell I have severe anxiety. No. And I'm like, you can't tell it in people. That's. I called a, a therapist and to like is the guy I, used to, I saw briefly after the breakup because I just okay. yeah. the breakup yeah. stuff and then I called him and was like hey man uh, I'm starting to have panic attacks and stuff like that and his advice is like we need to normalize you so you need to get on pills like that but it's the, not the always therapist's the suggestion yeah. was to go on do pills yeah. and I was like All right, man, you know, I don't want to do pills man no, no. Uh, I'm the same way yeah. I don't push pills on people because I can't prescribe them, no. which is fine. But I feel like uh, yeah, I, they make sense to me with like low level serotonin. Cause yes, like, absolutely. You, I've, I've met people who, are, who can't even have the will to get out the bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's not normal. No, it's no. a chemical thing you need to. It's fix. absolutely a chemical thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. No amount of push ups or <laughs> or manic depress. You know, people that are manic and all that. I mean, there's definitely areas I, that yeah. I'm Are you just like blown away too? No, well, well, I I hate to like say that I had some type of sense, but like mm-hmm. I knew that you had something to offer in that realm. Oh yeah, man, thanks, man. There's in in I attribute it to it's the because things you're that, a comedian. You're all well, kind no, of and what, <laughs> what Kim and I have gone through. What yeah. you know, we've we've been through our mm-hmm. mental know, health shit, yeah. all kinds of yeah. stuff. That's why um, I work in the field. I bet, yeah. yeah. Well, most people, you know, you do stuff that, you know, either your family went through it and yep, you wanted yeah. to understand. But yeah, you can, you can tell. And I, I feel like what you've been through is important. And yeah, thanks, man. Again, there's some things that you don't realize either how wild they are or mm-hmm. how important they are until you tell somebody else and they kind of have to bring to light the accomplishment that you've done. Yeah. That's fucking huge what you've done. And I hope that you know, you continue or, you know, that you find a way to feel comfortable with bringing that to other people because Mm -hmm. that can make a huge difference. It's like, I wish I could put that in a bottle what you just said and then bring that to work with me and be like, here, like, listen to this. Uh, Yeah. There's an Instagram page I follow called high anxiety that I just like somebody just, I I know created it. And, um, I think that's a good one because, um, like their idea is it should be a daily thing. Anxiety shouldn't be like this thing you talk about here and there. It should be like, you know, yeah. it's part of everybody's lives. And because like, I remember like I had a, like an anxiety attack or like a minor one while I was playing soccer. It's running and, and it was all, and it was not even like worrying about panic. I was just like, why is my heart racing? Am I having a heart attack? And then I was like, and then I went home. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I look. I saw a post, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember." And you think it's a heart attack, and then I was like, "Yeah." You know, I just moved on. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. "I'm pretty young yeah. and healthy, That's so it's probably so not a heart attack." Like real quick, like, that look, whole like I think I'm having a heart attack thing always gets you, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And if you Google your symptoms <laughs> according to Same the internet, yeah, you're yeah. having a fucking heart attack. Yeah. 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 I I oh. when I was young, when I was 18, I picked up or i guess 17 but um i i zoloft was mm-hmm. still fairly new yeah um but i had done a, enough research to just say i just want to be able to notice just to have the mindset to say to analyze what might be happening yeah rather than just going with that river of feelings that mm-hmm. that you know that sweeps you away 
um, I, I told this therapist, I said, I, I just want to, I just want to know what's happening. Yeah. So if there's a medication like Zoloft out there that can mm-hmm. just help me to recognize these things, then yeah. I, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I did that for a year and it helped me learn to see the signs. Yeah. And just that alone can make a huge what difference. A huge, huge. But another, you know, in, in that same way that you're talking, like, you know, pills can mask those things yeah. at the same time. So if you go at it thinking, I just want it to go away. Yeah. Pills aren't going to help. Right. It's a, it's a very, um, <clears throat> the high road is hard. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a short term solution mm-hmm. to yeah. a long term mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. That's like this. Oh, I had a patient a while ago, um, smoke marijuana like half his life to yeah. deal with his anxiety yeah. and now he doesn't he had a bad bout of right. marijuana and it made him really sick and yeah. so he stopped smoking and it's like now he has such severe anxiety that mm. he can't deal with it and it's like because for 15 years you've been hiding what anxiety is and now you're feeling something that you haven't felt for a long time and i yeah. said it might be like this might be normal anxiety, mm. but it's intensified in you because you've pushed mm. it down for mm. so long. And mm. now you have to relearn what mm. like these feelings are, which is. Mm. I don't know. I get anxious when I smoke pot. That's why. I don't yeah. No, <laughs> I'm I like don't. the opposite person. I, when people, you hear people I'm, like, yeah. I love smoking pot. It makes me so I calm. I'm like, pot. no, yeah. Yeah, makes like, me so anxious. Makes me experience what death is like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Fuckers that I get and relaxed I envy on people, it. Good for them. But also, like, I like that I'm saving so much money. Yeah. I just do cut, you know. I, I, you know <laughs> that's funny. It's funny. You know I've, that. I'm having that a tough time not at work. Good either. I'll just cut my yeah, lunch away. Yeah. What's the other thing people... <laughs> smoke cigarettes either? You know? No. No, good for you. No, we don't do anything. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Chris drinks. Chris drinks? I mean, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> not today. I'm, I'm trying to drink as much water. I'm dehydrated today. No. But I, this, so, yeah. That, so I, I, I know. I, I'm like I told my mom. Yeah, another, another thing I would share be any smokers out there easily. Like uh, I wish I quit longer time ago. I quit about 16 months ago. Okay. Read a book. Great book. It's called The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. If you ever thought about quitting smoking cigarettes, you check that out. Th- so sixteen th- months, you've th- been yeah. I threw my wow. my cigarette was uh, my pack was like half full. I threw it off the window and wow. never smoked again. How much yeah. did you smoke a day at that I point? Smoked a lot. I was full time smoker. Wow. Yeah, like Is a pack would last. Have me you noticed the amount days. of money you've saved by not smoking? Oh yeah, I have an app that tells me it's like four k. <laughs> yeah, I love app. that. We when I worked yeah. in the clinic, we used to have patients download that app mm-hmm. just so they could see how much money they saved. And Money's like, great. Yeah. Holy shit, people love money. And I'm a hypochondriac, and it, you know, I mean, I'm it's true. So in your app, does it tell you like after how many? days of not smoking what gets better yep, in your body yep, yep, yeah yeah i bought the uh, full version and so it shows you like uh, you know when carbon's out of your body when your oxygen it's levels crazy go so we used to it, we i worked for a program where we would um test people's carbon monoxide levels and oh, yeah? people were blown away like that shit that number you're blowing right now uh-huh. i said that's like the gas in your house mm-hmm. like oh. pulse rate oxygen levels and there's a fun thing when you start doing this, it shows you, it takes like three months for a lot yeah, of things yeah, to go yeah, back yeah. to normal. So you're like, I don't want to ruin this progress. So like it's motivating. But I think with smoking is once you realize it's really just a nicotine addiction. That's all it is. Everything else is like a learned behavior yeah. and mm-hmm. learn, you know, like you know, it's so for anxiety. It's not yeah. for anxiety. It helps you socialize. It doesn't. No, no. And then so when you go like this book does a good job of like showing you why you smoke. And all the bullshit that you learn, you all learn it. Okay, I, I was gonna say, yeah. is this the one that that 
associates Alan Carr with it yeah. with yes yep yeah. okay I have heard of that book yeah it's great it's just and it's like oh yeah and then you're like and then I started intentionally well the book is great because it's, it's lo- it doesn't shame you it starts with now yeah. light up a cigarette I'm like yes what's up and then I because <laughs> it says don't stop until you finish the book right and then you know I, I lit up a cigarette didn't read the book for another eight months <laughs> and i and then one and it was me and james stanley we're we're doing a road gig and we had a long time to like get back so i did the audio thing and oh, okay. a lot of time to listen to it and then i just finished the thing and i was like all right man I'm good to go i've unlearned all this bullshit and i know like that i don't even enjoy it that's the crazy part it's like when you intentionally smoke a cigarette and you, t- you just, you, because most of the time you smoke, you're not even aware that you're smoking. Yeah. Right. You just, you know, you're just trying to avoid life, really. So when you intentionally smoke and you feel that smell and you smell your hand and you you feel it going in your mouth and taste, you just feel it going into your lungs. You're like, this is awful. I don't like, I don't <laughs> even like, the, when yeah. did I think I like this, you know? You're coming from um, the guy Chris loves. Yeah, cigarettes. I'm a yeah. weirdo. So yeah. I found, I found out that like, I don't, I didn't even like. I've loved smoking forever. Yeah. But I I started to realize I don't even I didn't like the nicotine high anymore. Mm. I uh, simply just like the activity, so yeah. I was buying Swisher Sweets just oh, for yeah. the smoke aspect oh, of it. Gross. It was really weird. So like and then eventually I just was like, "Oh, I I don't actually like this." You don't like it. I always said that I was a I was addicted to cigarettes, but I would go, you know, 2 yeah. years without smoking or whatever and like Yeah. And so I I loved the activity and I loved the activity. I know it sounds weird, but like it's such a shameful thing to do now and just to be in public and especially in the winters (laughs) when you're like like a loser. Yes, you're freezing your ass. Yeah, now when I see people, I used to envy people whenever I try to quit, but now it's like almost like pathetic to look at. Like, oh, you sad. (laughs) I'm enslaved to this thing. Your relationship with your mother is fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Shout shit at him. Um, Ollie, fuck. This has been it, it. It went the way that I hoped it would. I'm, oh, yeah. I, I felt that you were gonna have valuable things for for people to hear. Obviously, you're a phenomenal comedian. I don't want people to forget that. Dope as shit. There. <laughs> <laughs> there. <coughs> Ooh, goddamn. Gross. Very funny individual. Thank you. Man. Very motivated and professional, and and I appreciate. Uh, that you came yeah. out this way to check do out this. my uh, p- podcast with my mom stories uh, with my Muslim mom if you like podcasts that's what I was just we, gonna say we got another Please. one cooking too me and Ahmed and Andrew Wagliner do you know them I know Ahmed yeah, yeah. we're doing uh, a movie review one it's really ah. it's called does this age well and we just go back oh. and watch old movies old, like review musicians oh I love that idea that's so like good Michael Jackson Elvis all these like coming to America all these things and and then we do like a bonus round with, with pop culture or stuff, like a TV show or whatever. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's so yeah. fun. So fun. It's video too. So that's going to come Oh, soon. are you doing that at um, that that one studio that, like, are you guys recording it? At a studio, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it the one that Gabe? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. I always forget the yeah. fucking name of the spot, yeah. but um, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, comedy wise, social yeah. media, you know, where can people find you? You know, at Ali Sultan Comedy on Instagram. I don't use Twitter, but you feel free to follow me there. And <laughs> Facebook, Ali Sultan, and my website is Ali Sultan Comedy. If you try, if you got some paid gigs, yeah. uh, you got an album out. Where can people find that? Uh, it's everywhere. It's on iTunes, Spotify, on I think Google Play. It's for free. It's on like um, Sirius XM if you have that. Oh shit! It's on uh, Pandora. 
Avastation. Yeah. Check that out. What do you, can I ask one question before yeah. we go? What did your mom think of you having an album? She was there, you know. She was there during the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She left me a voicemail at the end. If you listen to the last track, did you play the last track? I've heard it. I don't know. Oh. If yeah, you, you should. It, you should listen to that. That's what she thought about it. I, I, I told her to leave me a voicemail after the show of how she felt about the show, and then I used I'm gonna that. Have to listen I to that. It sounds so genuine. Yeah, and I, and I mean, uh, that's the whole idea is I want you to tell me how you felt about it, and then I'll put her at the end of the thing. So it's like uh, it starts with her intro, ends with her thought. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. your mom. That's Thank cute. you so much. Okay, so the last thing that we do, our listeners are called ducklings. Fuck. So Kim Duke, do you remember? I always fuck it up. This is like how you many want me episodes? To go first? No. Or why little ducklings quack quack? Did I do it right? You did it. You nailed it. Oh my gosh. I love you. Oh wow, uh, little ducklings hey. quack quack. What? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> You've had two examples. What? You say au revoir, little ducklings, or you can say it in whatever language you oh, want. Yeah. I do not want to be part of this. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> the last person that was on said au revoir, little cucklings, cuck, cuck. I don't. I don't. And I was like, I, ew, yeah. cool. Thanks, bro. I have bro. no idea what's happening, and it's uh, <laughs> making me uh, feel bad. We're just saying peace out. Is this like listeners. a nursery rhyme thing? Yeah, so duck, duck. Gray Goose uh-huh. is like a Minnesota thing. See, because I came at fifteen, I miss all the children shit. Oh. Like remember, like so, you remember, like Millionaire that show. Yeah, yeah. And if the first thousand was like the easy questions, yes. that was the hardest thousand for me because wow. it's all nursery rhymes and cartoon really? shit. Oh. I'm like, what? Who's Scooby Doo? I don't know any of this. So when kids would sit around, yeah. they go duck, yeah. duck, mm-hmm. duck. Gray duck. Uh-huh. Well, that's Minnesota. Uh-huh. Chris is from Oregon, where they say duck, duck, goose, mm. which is stupid. Which is way better. It's whatever. I think goose makes sense. It does make <laughs> sense. <laughs> but you live in a state where sometimes gray people duck. say that's pop. Not, is there a gray duck? People who say for cute. Oh, for cute. I do say oh. for cute. Okay. Is what your is girlfriend that? from. Yeah, she's from. Uh, does she ever say for cute? I now you're going to pay attention. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> anyway, so duck, duck, gray duck. Well, that's why right, we duck, named her. Duck, brown. Goose. <laughs> brown goose. <laughs> duck, duck, brown goose. Good job, everybody. <laughs>